Howdy y'all and hello all. Welcome back to Locked On Oklahoma State, your daily stop for all things cowboy and cowgirl related. Let's pull our head out of our you-know-wheres and stop defending coaches that just need to go. Is it Gundy's time to go? No, not quite. Not quite, but you know whose time to go it is. Yes, you do. Give yourselves a drum roll, ladies and gentlemen, if you guessed Coach Jason McIndoo. And who should help him pack his bags on the way out is Coach Charlie Dickey. I've seen some people on uh, social media and whatnot basically just saying that Coach McIndoo is not an issue and that it's not his fault that our tight ends slash cowboy backs have not produced at all, nor been a part of the offense at all for a significant amount of time now. It's not working. And although people want to, you know, I don't know, defend him for whatever reason, that's okay. Because why do we why do we listen to this show, guys? Why do we why do we have such a relationship? Well it's because we're gonna put things into context and we're gonna go a little bit deeper as to why things are the way they are so we can become more knowledgeable as a fan base. Yeah? Okay, so for those out there who want to pretend that he's not an issue, well, let's just, <clears throat> let's, baby steps, let's go backwards just a hair. And this gentleman uh, played center at Washington State University, uh, the Wazoo Cougars, so that's a pretty big deal. After that, he did a year in the NFL, obviously most likely as a backup because it was only one season. And then he goes straight into his coaching career, which is a high school offensive line coach. And then after that, he's a high school offensive line coach. And then after that, he's the line coach at Montana State from 2003 to 2014. And then he comes to Oklahoma State. Now, Gundy gets a lot of praise for finding the diamonds in the rough, which is accurate. You know, uh, to me, the reason behind it is kind of a little bit of a... a, a um, false window, right? He gets the credit for finding the diamonds in the rough because, you know, he goes after them so they'll stick around for five, six, seven years instead of a bigger time coach that comes and, and, and you know, does well and leaves in two, three years. I get it. That is a part of the philosophy. Those of us who like to pretend that the other part of that philosophy is not simply so he can have 100% control of what goes on, you're delusional. I'm glad you tuned in today to wake up. Welcome to Locked On Oklahoma State. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's let's not give a pass where we're failing. Dickey is a failure in Stillwater. The mass exodus of transfers, your top lineman not liking you and being somewhat verbal about it, and you just you can't you can't seem to piece it together, bud. It's not working, not from a recruiting perspective, not from a talent perspective, not on the on-field adjustment perspective. Yeah, we're thin, but we're thin all the flipping time because it's not working. Um, so, yeah, not a lot of people are debating that Dickie needs to go. So that's 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 cool. Well, let's look into Coach McIndoo. He comes to O-State 2015. Who does he hit the ground running to recruit as to be the new tight end fullback Hybrid at Oklahoma State. Nobody. Okay, no big deal. It just means, you know, first year he missed out. 
Second year, 2016. Now, now we're going to let him see his, him shake his tail feathers a bit. Who'd we get? Nobody. Okay, no big deal, no big deal. Let's, let's jump up a year, 2017, right? Now his tail feathers have got to be shimmering and shaking like a boss. And we get Baron Odom, right? And he was the nephew of the former defense coordinator uh, at Mizzou, uh, Barry Odom. What happened to him? Who knows? Didn't work out. Okay, no big deal, right? We go get a 6-7 transfer from the JUCO ranks. Jake Ross, an Okie. So, you know, he cares a little bit more. And it's going to mean a little bit more. So it's definitely going to work out, right? No. No, it didn't uh, didn't work out either. Okay, that's okay. No big deal. So then we go to the biggest commit and ended up stepping on campus at tight end since Brendan Pettigrew, most likely, right? Big deal. Huge deal. Out of Collinsville, Oklahoma. Grayson Boomer was going to be somebody that would be able to pick up McIndoo's career and make up a lot of ground, especially because he committed to Oklahoma State over places like Ole Miss, Arkansas, uh, Bama, Oregon, Michigan, Notre Dame, LSU, and he comes to O-State. Huge get, big time. Now you're earning your paycheck, bud. Well, he tears his ACL and then decides that even though he came to OSU because he had a phenomenal relationship since the eighth grade with Coach McIndoo, and that's why he came to O-State, he, he just bounces because he wants uh, something new. Okay, that's a little bit of a head-scratcher. So that's okay. We move on. Next year, Quentin Stewart. Well, he might end up being something. Has he done anything on the field yet? Uh, ch no. 6'4", 230, uh, three-star out of Kansas. Maybe, maybe, we'll see, we'll see, who knows. I don't know, okay, but it's all right, it's all right. This guy's a consummate professional, right? So we move on, let's move on, let's move on. Austin Gerard, another pretty big-time Juco get that we had to stave off uh, a couple teams from. Pretty good size, pretty good demeanor, pretty good film, Right? A 6'3", 250 range. What happened to him? Hmm. Who knows? I mean, this, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. And then you got Tabor Shetron, who came over with his brother, the, the big-time, highly-touted wide receiver that decided to flip from OU to come to OSU with his brother. I think he's going to be a good one. But what seems to be the common consensus here? Everybody he recruits doesn't work out, and they all want to bounce. Why? Could it possibly be because they don't get the flipping football? In no way, shape, or form have we had a, a kid that we were able to develop up good enough to become an integral part of the offense, like Brandon Pettigrew was. Like, Blake Jarwin wasn't even used enough, if we're being honest. But he was used a decent amount, right? The guy cannot get it done. And he proves it over and over and over and over and over again. So, like, if you want to keep giving Gundy uh, unlimited amount of hall passes, regardless of what happens, I can, I can live with that, right? That's fair. He's, he's earned his stripes in Stillwater. But why do we keep these coaches around that, that clearly are a waste of space, waste of oxygen, and a waste of air inside Boot Pickens Stadium? 
Why? If we can prove that it doesn't work, and it's not, it hasn't worked, and we've had a massive sample size of it not working, then the gentleman that resides in that position as well as the offensive line position, they're just not built for this team. And Gundy's got to put his foot down, just like he should have put his foot down when he said in a post-game interview that he let Spencer Sanders play because Spencer Sanders said that he wanted to play. You're the CEO, homie. You're the one that's got to be like, nah, let's pump the brakes. Let's get you healthy, right? Let's try to figure out a different way to do this. Let's game plan better. Didn't happen. And then you throw your son, Gunner Gunny, out on the field and poor kid's shaking because it's a terrible situation. Crowd's going nuts. Eight minutes left in the fourth quarter while you're getting your teeth kicked in for the first time in 22 years. So clearly Gunner Gunny was not part of the game plan or preparation coming into this game or he wouldn't have been freaking out. Uh, thank you, Gunner, for being our leading rusher, which is what we're going to get to next after we talk about how terrible this offensive line coaching is and how terrible this tight end fullback coaching is and how they're not built for the job. They're not built to be here. What they are built for is to get on and build a different house somewhere else. And you know what, guys? Because, again, we're super generous and we're, and, and we're gracious people and it's happy October annuary. We're going to hook them up. They, they can contact me because I know Bill Barr's hooking it up. And I'll send them out with some built bar. I'll find some people to help them pack their bags. Heck, I might even help them pack their bags for them. And I'll give them some built bar on the way out because they're going to need it to re rejuvenate uh, their potential careers. And luckily, we're going to give you the locked on 15 promo code so you can get 15% off right now. Built bar, baby. The only protein bar that legitimately tastes like a candy bar. If you ain't got it, you got to get it. It's just, it's that simple. Locked on 15 promo code. Get yourself 15% off right here, right now, today. And now we move on to the next thing. All right, I'll get off this, this coaching carousel crap that should or should not maybe be happening. And then let's jump into the fact that we need to be more focused now on this week playing KU. The deviations from practice that were admitted didn't work. It didn't work. So we need to just refrain from ever doing that again, which Gundy admitted. We've already talked about the hypocritical side of, of Gundy's um, own, owning up to things to some degree. Yeah, his stubbornness, it's beneficial a lot, but it hurts a lot. And the parts that hurts cost games. And we're just not willing to make enough adjustments, I guess, in my opinion. I don't know. I mean, I'm not an expert per se, uh, but we're going to look at some of the film stuff. And guys, here's the best part. It's going to be super easy, super easy. Maybe not as easy as downloading the Upside app because you should, because you're supposed to, because fuel cost is crazy and you got to pay bills. You got to make ends meet and we got you covered. Download the Upside app right now. Use locked on code. Get get the, the, the download for free. Get $5 back on your first $10 purchase. That's 50%. You're going to get back in your pocket for your fuel tank. You're welcome. Download the Upside app right now. Using the locked on 15 code. Or locked on code. Sorry. <laughs> um, all right. 
Yeah, KU, uh, KU's looking looking like we can't wait to jump into. Because cause KSU film, here's what I did, guys. I went, and I went to the number one spot on the field. And I graded the defensive line first. I had a pretty good sneaking suspicion that however the D-line graded out was going to be reflective of most of the rest of the team. Because we can see with our eyeballs that Spencer Sanders and the receivers didn't know how to run route trees together. They looked completely out of sync and out of sorts, not on the same page. So, you know, that was a deficiency. The wide receivers running, I guess, wrong routes or not pushing deep enough or falling down uh, in the middle of the break. It just it, it wasn't a good look, okay? The defensive backs, we knew we were rotating a bunch of freshmen in. So we knew it was going to look a little suspect. But did we look like we were prepared for their quarterback, Will Howard, at all, in any capacity? No. But say these 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 things we can see with the naked eye, the eye test, as 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 uh, ESPN likes to go by. The eye test said those positions weren't going to grade well. So where should we grade well? D line. How did we grade? Like a C minus. Yeah. That's basically how that went, how that was, and how it ended up. So let's just move on, y'all. Is there a lot to break down? No, not at all. Because it just, it is what it is. So now we get to focus on moving forward. Guys, K-State still has a couple really, really, really hard games left. So we still need to mine our P's and Q's and take care of our business, right? It's the gauntlet of the Big 12. Nobody right now that's sitting at top, right, can be expected 100% to be there at the end because the parity, the fact that we're cannibalizing ourselves. I mean, it's it's part, part of the gig at the moment, and it's going to continue to be because welcome to the Big 12, baby. We're the most fun league to watch on a consistent daily basis. That ain't going to change anytime soon. So we can all love what your remark was able to pull off and love the trajectory of the conference moving forward and love the fact that, uh, yeah, we all get to wake up and it be a new day tomorrow. Um, that's about it. I mean, for now... Uh, we're going to do a big old KU breakdown. I wanted to get uh, the, the show out to you. wanted to mess with the new setup. You know, I'm, I'm obviously working on it and figuring out how to make it work. So if you have any suggestions, uh, feel free, obviously, to, to go onto Twitter or, or Facebook or YouTube and leave some comments. Let me know what you think I can adjust uh, to make my show a little bit more streamlined. But... The last thing we're going to hit before we get out of here is my final gripe. And that's what we'll call it. My final gripe is lack of carries. We're famous for giving what the defense gives us. Taking what the defense gives us. We didn't do that. Uh, again, thank you, Gunnar Gundy, for shaking your way to leading us at 27 yards. It was awesome, awesome, awesome to see DeAndre Jackson get his first carries. He runs almost like a man possessed. Not quite like Ollie Gordon, but pretty close. He needs more touches, right? Six, six touches ain't going to cut it. Jaden Nixon, seven, eight touches. 
ain't gonna ain't gonna cut it. Ollie Gordon, two three touches when he's smashing people in the face, figuratively speaking, of course, kind of. But he needs more carries. Spencer Sanders, seven carries, fourteen yards. That don't need to happen. We've been hinting at the Gunner Gundy show for a little while. But, you know, Spencer's tough as nails. Kudos to him for that. But Gundy, CEO your tail onto the field, please, sir. And put a game plan together for Gunner Gundy. And Gunner Gundy. And Gunner Gundy. And Gunner Gundy. Spencer Sanders has enough mental reps for the most part that if he's healthy enough to go, he's fine. But... Look back, guys. The last three games, 90% of his deep balls are at least five to eight yards short. Now, it's better to underthrow than to completely bomb it over the, the, the wide receiver, yes. Especially when you have talent. But to leave it hanging so long that you give the DBs a, a, a year and a half to get there, make an adjustment, turn around, you know, box out the wide receiver... It's a problem, right? So when you have a problem, you have to find a solution. So let's find this solution because it's it's there. It's out there. We've got the talent. We've got the depth. We've got the coaching. We're going to be fine. We just got to trim the fat, right? We can't keep converting quarterbacks just because they're, they're showing up to campus 6'5", and they grow to 6'7", and they put on weight. And it's like, hey, we have failed so much at Cowboy back. You play quarterback. You know what route trees are. You know what quarterbacks prefer out of a tight end. We're going to slide you over. And we're going to turn you into a potential beast. And then we're going to call you skillet hands. And we're not going to throw you the ball. And we're going to watch you go dominate at another college. We can't keep pulling a Logan Carter from defensive end and converting him. We can't keep pulling a Dayton Metcalf and, 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 and trying to turn him into this Ultra hybrid. We can't keep taking all of these positions like Jake Schultz yet again, another DE conversion, right? And 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 Brayden Cassidy yet again another DE conversion. These are because we have a coach who can't do his job. That's it. And the online thing, like how do we fix that? When do we fix that? Yes, we can fix that. Gundy needs to invest in in, in more of an O line centered coach not one that's o-line only trying to teach people how to catch flipping passes like what are we doing i get it right you want to find the diamonds in the rough so you can control things but is there a couple more hurdles that maybe you can get over to help us get over the proverbial hump because this Expectation of winning 10 plus games a year is real. It better be real. Because it's deserved. It's earned. That's where we should be. So help me help you. And let's help ourselves. It was fun seeing a little Braylon Presley out there. I like seeing the, the youth get that much playing time, especially in the back half of the secondary. That's something we can look forward to. Trick-or-treat time, guys. Happy Halloween to everybody out here. Hopefully, you're rocking a, a bunch of orange and black. I love Halloween for that reason alone. Like, if I could paint my house orange and black, I would. So, what's the holiday 
that I get to put a bunch of O-State stuff out everywhere, and it look awesome. It always looks awesome, but you know what I mean? Sometimes uh, the decorations of the house aren't up to me. When I say sometimes, I mean like 99.7.3% of the time. But I've got this little setup now, guys. I just got an HP Pavilion i7 something, I don't know, 360. This thing is the bee's knees, smart touch, all, all that. So the setup that I was going to get a year from now, I was blessed with a, an investor to get now. Uh, so things moving forward are only going to get better. They're going to get more fun. The quality is going to be better. I'm going to learn how to mess with the this whatever audio video setups that, that we have going on here, which means that all of my locked on stuff will start being this intimate, right? Uh, speaking of intimacy, yeah, I said it. I said I said those words. To be able to have a reliable um, intimacy in your life, you got to make sure that you ain't got no creepo depots coming up in your crib in the middle of the night, which is why you got to have Simply Safe. Guys, I'm telling you right now, if you don't have Simply Safe, I think I think you're missing out. I don't think so. I know so. Security is of the utmost importance. Protect yourself, protect your family, protect your dogs, protect your kids, and most importantly, protect your own assets. I don't see what I did there. Use Locked On College promo code and go to Simply Safe right now. Right? Get yourself squared away and protect your family. Locked on promo, locked on college promo. It's going to get you squared away, hooked up and booked up. Take a peek in there. See what I'm talking about. See how it helps you and your family. You can't regret it. All right. It is what it is, ladies and gentlemen. We are where we are. How we respond will be a big deal, obviously. I've got faith. I do. It's just we're just too talented to allow that to be the representation of us for the remainder of the season. Some things do have to change. Gundy's got a couple more things to, to evolve uh, in his game as a coach. We've got a couple coaches to get rid of. Um, yeah. Tomorrow's going to be, uh, tomorrow's going to be much more centered on Kansas, just like the football team is going to be moving everything to shift towards KU preparation as are we. So, Luckily, this um, this round wasn't uh, super long due to really not having to dive too far into the game film. KU's going to be fun. It's going to be good to get back on track. I think we go one of two ways, right? I think we go heavy, 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 heavy one way or heavy, heavy, heavy another way. What are those ways? Well, find out tomorrow because it's going to be based off of personnel and who we're playing. Well... I love you all. God bless. Go Pokes. And uh, yeah, thanks for stopping by. Locked on Oklahoma State. You can catch me at all day on Twitter, at all day on Twitter. Also have a Facebook of O-State all day. That's Facebook of State all day. And uh, yeah, we're just going to keep these shows moving. Love you. Later. Bye.